This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello, I'm Pamela Paul, and I voice Dr. Sufreen Khanna. Would you like to get your Apollon episodes early? Or maybe discounts on merchandise? Access to exclusive companion series? Or even chat with cast and crew members? Well, turns out, there's a way to do that. Join Patreon. As a patron, you have the opportunity for all of this, plus more behind-the-scenes content from all of Observer Pictures shows. So for more information, or to just go ahead and join, visit apollion.observerpictures.com and click Become a Member. Observer Pictures presents Apollyon. Written and directed by Faith McQuinn. This is Episode 4, Unfamiliar. Microbiology? Yes. Are you planning on teaching? (laughs) Definitely not. You don't have to say it with such veracity. I'm sorry, Mom. What I mean is that I'm not cut out to teach. You're 18. You have no idea what you're cut out for. (sighs) Fine. I don't want to teach. I want to do things that'll end up in textbooks. Is this your way of rebelling? (laughs) What? No. Only you would think that choosing microbiology was my rebellion phase. Oh, so you admit it could be a phase. It is not a phase. I really believe this is my calling. I don't think I'm cut out for the soft sciences. Soft sciences? Oh, I get it now. This is Sabrine's fault. Mom, I made this decision all on my own. Lab work isn't as glamorous as she makes it out to be, you know. It's hours spent in windowless rooms, squinting into microscopes and poking dead things. As opposed to hours spent in windowless lecture halls, droning on and on about the mysteries of the brain. I do not drone. Are you actually mad at me? I am not mad. Good. A little disappointed, though. Mom! What? Your father was a teacher. I'm a teacher. I really thought you'd be one as well. In neuroscience. I mean, it's far more interesting than boring old biology. Microbiology. Tomato, tomato. At least you're staying here. I don't know what I'd do if you moved away. 
I couldn't imagine leaving Atlanta. Or you. Oh, honey, that was the sweetest thing. It almost makes up for all your poor academic choices. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Hey. Do you have a minute? Yeah. I'm just... I'm just sitting on my mom's front porch because... I... I don't think I can go inside by myself. If if this is a bad time, please tell me to fuck off. (laughs) No. No, what is it? We started the second round with 6129 and 80 micrograms today. Hmm. I want to run a simultaneous test at a lower dosage instead of waiting to duplicate results on this one. What dosage? 70 micrograms. Yeah, let's do it. I'm sure Xavier would love for us to come back with twice the results. Have you spoken to him? No, he surprisingly hasn't summoned me yet. I expect that won't last long, especially once I put the second experiment on record. Thanks for looping me in on this. We're a team. I momentarily forgot that. It won't happen again. I promise. I know. I should be on hollow for that inevitable meeting with Xavier. You should focus on what you need to do there. I'll give you a rundown after the fact. Uh- Gabriel, I can handle it. I know, but you don't have to. You've got enough to worry about. <sighs> How long have you been sitting on the front porch? 20 minutes. You're going to have to go in eventually. It's... It's very strange to be in an unfamiliar place that should be familiar. My mother lived here. I can stay on the phone while you go in. Severine's on her way. But plus, don't you have work to do? Yeah, but... I'll be okay. You should get back to work. Call me if anything changes. You sure? Yeah. Take care, all right? I will. I'm so sorry. You haven't gone in yet. I I didn't want to. Not alone. Okay. Welcome home, Jamila. Deepa, silent. Are you all right? It's cozier in person. Jamila said she always wanted everyone who came over to feel at home. And the first time I'm here, she's not. We'll need to clean up and pack up anything that's important. I need to go speak to her lawyer about uh, her will so I know what to do with everything. I also need to make internment arrangements. She has a plot next to Dad in Atlanta. QEF said they can arrange the cremation, but... uh, I don't know how it works sending cremains over borders. And I only have five days. If you don't get everything done, I can take care of whatever you need. I don't want to burden you with this. It's my responsibility. Right now, I think you need to take a moment. 
Let's sit. Hey, Mom. I'm here. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were bringing your friend with you. What's his name? Oh, Gabriel. Yes, he's cute. I guess. You guess? You two aren't? Uh, no, Mom, we aren't. And even if we were, I would not talk to you about it. Oh, please. We're both adults. <laughs> anyway, I thought he was coming. No, his little boy woke up with a fever. Oh, well, that's too bad. You'll have to take them some food then. Ah, I will. Come help me finish up dinner. Will you move the rice to the serving dish? Sure. I have some news. Oh, yeah? I was offered a position in the experimental virology department at ICRS headquarters. Experimental virology? Yes. Gabriel and I are going to be... be working directly with Apollyon? Yeah. We'll be working towards developing better drugs. Hopefully getting people away from having to take Redivere every day. Oh. What? It's good that you and Gabriel will get to work together. But? But nothing. Clearly you have more to say on the topic. No. You're not happy for me. I'm happy if you're happy, honey. What the hell, Mom? Th this is the opportunity of a lifetime. It is very difficult for me to be thrilled that my only daughter will be working with the deadliest virus on the planet. I have seen up close what AVS can do, and you're telling me you'll be handling it daily? It will be in a controlled environment. There hasn't been a lab accident in years. That doesn't mean there never will be one. I have literally been dreaming about this since college. I know, and I'm happy that your dreams are being fulfilled, but I'm terrified. Nothing you say will change that. I also know nothing I say will make you walk away from this opportunity. Just promise me that you will be safe. Of course I promise. Good. I don't know what I'd do if I lost you. You'll never lose me, Mom. Four years. She is... She lived here for four years, and I didn't even try to visit. Not even when she got sick. What the hell is wrong with me? I, why wouldn't I... That is the nature of the world we live in, Theo. She knew what it meant to move here. <sighs> she always teased me about working too much, but I know that she was disappointed in me for never making enough time for her. No. Jamila was very proud of you. <laughs> Look at me. You were her greatest joy. Anytime she met someone... The first thing out of her mouth was something about you. She adored you. And more importantly, she knew how much you loved her. Let me show you something. Come on, stand up. This is your mother's office. It looks exactly like her and dad's office in our old house. 
Jamila loved having little get-togethers, cocktail parties, game nights, potlucks. People were in and out of this house regularly. But no one but me was allowed in this space. And only I was allowed sometimes. This was her sanctuary. <laughs> she even has my little desk. <laughs> when they would both be in here, I would sit on the floor in between them. And uh, then dad got me a little desk so I could work when they worked. You know, the three of us spent a lot of time in that office. And um, when dad died, mom never went back in. And then one day she said we were moving. And it was like losing him all over again. She never wanted to leave that house. But she had to move. For financial reasons, I know the story, Sabrine. She... Please stop reminding me that you were closer to my mom than I was. I'm going to clean up the kitchen. Give you some time. No, I'm... I'm sorry. I should be the one apologizing. The last thing I want to do is upset you more. I never thought I'd have to deal with this. I mean, I, I know death is inevitable for all of us. I just assumed she had years and years ahead of her. Not this way. Are you even paying attention to me? Yes, Mom. I'm simply multitasking. I can call you back when I'm done with my chores if that would make you feel better. Actually, yes. Oh, fine. I'll do them later. Turn on your video. As long as you promise not to talk about how I look. I promise. Oh. Uh, you promised! I didn't say a word. Oh is a word. <laughs> you just took me by surprise. I'm cleaning. What did you expect? I'm going to turn it back off. No, no, please don't. I wanted to see your face. I really wish we could be in the same room when I told you this. Told me what? Mm. I tested positive for AVS. Theodora? Are you still there? It looks like your video froze. I'm still here. Did you hear what I said? Yes, I heard you. How did you... How did this happen? That's not important. It is. No, it's not because it doesn't matter. What matters is that I had no symptoms. It was caught at my regular monthly testing. I'm on Redivere and I feel fine. How long were you quarantined? Only 72 hours. Are you sure you had no symptoms? None, honey. The doctors at QF would have told me. You're taking your Redivere dose daily at the same time? We should set up an automatic delivery so that you never run out. You cannot run out. I can get that done right now if you want. That's a wonderful idea. Mom, you need to tell me how this happened. I said it's not important. Indulge me. Please. I did a guest speaking engagement at the university. Maybe I encountered someone there. Severine and I went to the opera. Maybe I encountered someone there. 
QF did a full history, and everyone who needed to be informed has been. I wish I could be there with you. Work is really crazy right now. I know. I'm so sorry, Mom. You didn't do anything. I know, but this shouldn't have happened to you. I'll be okay, Theodora. I'll make sure to get the automatic delivery set up. Thank you. Well, I'm gonna let you go. I miss you lots. Love you more. In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, it's vital for Pura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. On a remote island in frigid Lake Superior, a fabricated creature birthed from the mind of a disturbed genius stalks the very people who created it. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling author Scott Sigler is a classic tale of science gone horribly wrong. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Since the day she was diagnosed, I've worked twice as hard developing a vaccine. Thinking if I could just get it done, maybe it would be the gateway to a cure. But I was too late. <laughs> you are not to blame for your mother's death. Do you know why I moved to Denver? I don't know. My husband always wanted to come here. Do you remember him? A little bit. Before we were married, he told me that he'd be attending university in California. I had never left India, but he made this country sound so wonderful. Turns out we both hated California and wanted to leave as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> we spent the summer after my graduation traveling. And Zishan fell in love with Colorado, but especially Denver. He ended up applying for a job here, but it fell through. I remember how devastated he was. I accepted a position at the Center for Disease Control, and Atlanta became our home. He didn't seem to mind. He loved his work, the friends we made. But I knew. He was simply settling. Right before his death, he asked me to move here. I couldn't say no. I had to do this for him. Is this supposed to make me feel better? We do not have control over every aspect of our lives. For years I found myself thinking I should have tried harder. I should have found a way to get here while he was still with me. And then I remember that he is with me. Our bodies move on. But our spirits are eternal. 
Look around this room at all these photographs. Your mother lived the life she wanted to live. And even though the two of you were thousands of miles apart, she spoke of you like you were in the room. You cannot blame yourself for any of this. You continuing to do the work you were meant to do will honor her legacy. Mom always loved having so many photos everywhere. When we moved, she carefully wrapped every framed photograph. Hmm. <laughs> I always searched for months to find the best picture frames to send for her birthday. Hmm. Where was this one taken? Oh, that's... Uh, Jamila and I volunteer there. There? What is it? Um, it's a clinic. A medical clinic? Yes, this was taken last year. We had a Thanksgiving celebration. What did you and mom do at a medical clinic? We both have medical degrees, if you recall. Yeah, but when's the last time you practiced internal medicine? And when did clinics start needing volunteer psychiatrists? We answered calls, checked in patients, took vitals. Oh. I didn't know clinics used volunteers for things like that. Come to think of it, I didn't know clinics used volunteers at all. Some do. Why wouldn't she tell me about that? Why wouldn't you tell me about that? It's not something that came up in conversation, I guess. How long were you volunteering? I've been doing it for about five years. Jamila started about four years ago. When she moved here? A few months after, yes. That's a long time for it to not come up in conversation. I suppose. She didn't contract AVS by doing a guest lecture at the university, did she? Theo, I... Severine, whatever excuse you're about to give me, don't. Did she contract AVS from someone at the university? No. Does she even do guest lectures? She did. Why would she lie to me? I didn't know she hadn't told you. Bullshit. She didn't want you to worry. Of course. That was her favorite thing. She never wanted me to worry about her. She never wanted to be a burden. That's why she came all the way out here, isn't it? To get as far away from me as possible. No. So was it for you? I know you're her best friend, but I'm her daughter. I mean, why did my mother move 2,000 miles away from me? Why did she leave me? I... Please don't. It's getting late. I need to call her lawyer. Deepa, please pull up contact information for Clever Associates. Office wall monitor. I'm going to go outside and make the call. I'll get the kitchen cleaned up. Maybe make some tea? I'm not thirsty. I'm not moving. Little girl, get up off that floor and go dry off. No. I want to go back outside. It is storming, Theodora. You cannot be out there anymore. Mm-mm-mm. Millie, did you break our child? She would like you to believe that. 
I'm protesting, Daddy. Where did you learn that word? Daddy said it's what's happening in South America, and that some people think it's bad. But he thinks it's a rite of passage for Ruth's sculpture. <laughs> Youth culture, honey. I'm working on a lecture about social movement activism. Obviously. I told you that this was a bad idea. I think maybe you should stop bothering Daddy while he's working. <laughs> Nonsense, Millie. I love having her with me when I work. It makes it more fun. <laughs> Eric, she shouldn't be disrupting you. Well, family and work can and should coexist. Yes, because then we end up with a second grader who wants to start a revolution. Nope, nope, nope. That means we end up raising a little girl who understands that loving her family and changing the world are of equal importance. What's a revolution? If you come with me to the bathroom and dry off, I'll tell you. Ugh, for the love of it all. Viva la revolution. Viva la revolution. <laughs> <laughs> I have all the forms in front of me now. Uh, again, I am so sorry for your loss, Dr. Ramsey. Jamila was an amazing person. Thank you. We can, of course, begin the probate immediately. Uh, I personally handled her estate a few weeks ago, so I'm quite familiar with it. The process should be swift. A few weeks ago? I'm sorry, did she by chance mention why she was doing it now? No, uh, but I truly believe it is never too early to think about your last will and testament. Death is so hard for those left behind. And it makes it even harder when a loved one's affairs aren't in order. Right. I have some time next Monday. I'm... I won't be here. I have to go back to Atlanta in a couple of days. Is there any chance you can fit me in tomorrow? Uh, hold on. I can make some time early tomorrow. I, I usually have breakfast before work, so you can join me. I'll bring all the forms, and we can get the process started. How does 8.30 sound? 8.30 is great. Thank you. Wonderful. I'll send you the address. Thank you. Of course. What the hell, Mom? I'm making tea. Hey. Weiss messaged me. Just now? It's after 7. Yep. I got it on my private line. Ah, shit. I haven't checked my messages today. I know that, too. You want to know how? Oh, Jesus, he does know why I'm here, right? I'm pretty sure he doesn't care. He wants a meeting tomorrow at 10.30. I feel like an asshole asking, but can you be on Hollow? 10.30 should be fine. And you're not the asshole here. Well, I'm asshole adjacent. <laughs> I'll send you all the data so you're good to go. I can... Oh, shit. I forgot about the time difference. What? Do you have something you need to do? Yes, but I also need to be in that meeting. Theo, you don't. You need to be taking care of things there, taking care of yourself. I can deal with Xavier. Yeah, but I don't need his wrath hanging over my head. I'll get it moved. You sure? Yeah, it's not... I'll get it moved. All right. Well, I need to make dinner, and then I'll send you everything. Yeah, okay. Thanks. Yep. Take care. You too. I'm not thirsty.
Deeper, silent mode off. Silent mode off. Are there any messages? Your voice is not authorized for this command. Authorization required. Kilo 56, Sierra 8. Authorization granted. Initiate private mode. Access code Revelation 20. Private mode initiated. Are there any messages? There is one message received on Wednesday at 12.30. Caller identification blocked. Play message. Dr. Ramsey, the shipment arrived as scheduled and I'm happy to say we've nearly distributed everything. We could not have done it without you. And we understand the risks you took to make it happen. We are forever in your debt. I know your daughter is coming soon Deepa, and you want Delete. No archive. Are you sure? This cannot be undone. Yes, delete. Deleting. Atma ko sadgati prapto, my friend. I'm making tea. This episode featured the voices of Marquita Richardson as Theo Ramsey, James David West as Gabriel Larson, Pamela Paul as Savreen Khanna, Janet Simmons as Jamila Ramsey, Danny McQuinn as Young Theo, Gary Scales as Eric Ramsey, Bjorn Munson as Mr. Claver, Torres Fontaine Jr. as and me, Dre Silvertooth, as Deepa. Producer, Amanda Lorraine. Sound design and mix, Joshua Sui. Sound recordist, Carl Huber. Original theme, Catherine Seaton. Additional music provided by Soundstripe Music. Virology consultants, Lindsay B. Crawford, PhD, and Peter Krug, PhD. For more information, please visit apollyon.observerpictures.com. Hello, dear stranger. I'd like to introduce you to something new. Or perhaps something very, very old. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine is a horror fantasy medical mystery following the titular monk turned traveling medical investigator. Follow Radolf as he navigates a nightmare world in which viruses are gods and the human race are not their favored children. Steeped in history and an aesthetic that can only be described as a combination of occult academia and laboratory Judaica, the heresies of Radolf Burntwine have been described as Umberto Echo meets H.P. Lovecraft. For more information, check out the Patreon at thorb.info. But take care, dear stranger.
for some truths are best left unknown. <laughs>